if you want a partner that you can go to the Ritz with, stop looking in McDonald's. Our connection to each other started long before we even knew it was there. And this is where in manifesting, alignment is everything. Opportunities are always there, but you have to do the work on yourself to align yourself to those things. It's such, honestly, I think the comment when people say you have to love yourself first before anyone can love you just makes everybody roll your eyes because it's just like, oh, not that again. But you know what? It's so true. So welcome on the new interview on the Claire Chiron show and today I have the pleasure to introduce you to a wonderful lady who is Tracy Ann Greenhouse. So Tracy Ann is a fully qualified life coach trained in NLP, neuro-linguistic programming and has been coaching people to manifest the life of their dreams for over 15 years now. And having thought, she always be the single one and become a cat lady. And actually, she said that she doesn't even like cats, which is surprising. <laughs> she wanted to change her destiny. And using her now five-step formula, she managed to, man to manifest her husband, Daniel, in just eight weeks, which is so incredible. And I have questions for you regarding this. And with her husband, she had two sons and multiple successful businesses. Her life purpose has become teaching others how they can also transform their own lives. And actually, which is incredible, is that some of them has beat her eight-week record. So I have questions also about that. <laughs> So Tracy and I am very delighted to have this conversation with you today. Welcome on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Honestly, it's a real pleasure to be here. I'm, I'm very excited. And actually, as you were just introducing me so well there, um, I'm, I'm listening to that and I'm sort of going, crikey, who is she talking about? This woman sounds uh, crazy to do all these things. Um, and then I have to remind myself, it's me. <laughs> that's, that's what I teach people. Um, just a note on the cat lady thing. Um, it, it is a tongue in cheek kind of comment, but it, it genuinely for me, I'd spent my whole life being single and I, there was this image that I held in my head of being somebody that lived alone. And for some reason that meant I was going to get a load of cats. Um, and I'm just not an animal lover. No offense to anybody that is an animal lover. I, I, they have their place, but yeah, for some reason it was, it was a real thing. So I had to overcome that. Yeah, I really liked, I really liked this. <laughs> it made me, it made me laugh for the first time. I was like, whoa, <laughs> you're funny. <laughs> Thank you. I try. <laughs> yeah. So can you tell us more about your story? Who are you? What is your story? And how did you attract your partner and your husband now? Yeah, so um, it, it's, it's a very fascinating story. I actually met Daniel through a friend and um, I met him exactly a year before anything happened. Um, basically, I was living in London at the time and um, I went to a friend's birthday party and Daniel was there and he did not 
enter my hemisphere at all. I thought, oh, he's a nice guy. He seems, he seems lovely. I was not in the right place. Mentally, I was, everything it was kind of, I don't like to use the word wrong, but everything wasn't going as I wanted it to in London. And I was actually going to move back to my hometown in Plymouth, which is on the southwest coast of England. And I just was like, I need to go back. So I was literally, this was the October of 20, 2009. And I moved back in the December. I knew I was going back. I was planning everything to get back home. And I knew that I needed to do a lot of work on myself. Um, so it was time for me to kind of use all of, again, this always comes up in life, doesn't it? Use my own coaching skills just for me. So I went home stayed at home for about uh, nine months or so. And in August of 2010, I decided now's the time for me to find love because I'd never had a boyfriend. I'd been in sort of flings and relationships and, you know, the friends with benefits situation. I'd done all of that. Hope my parents never listened to this, by the way. <laughs> you never and <laughs> you, you never know. <laughs> Hope not. No offense. Like I want everyone else to listen to it. I just don't want my mum and dad to listen to it. Um. Anyway, then I I was like, right. I I want a boyfriend. I really want to. I feel like a complete person, and I I want someone to love in that way. So I moved back to London on the eighth of August two thousand and ten, and on the tenth of October two thousand and ten. So eight weeks and two days. You'll forgive me those two days. Uh, I met Daniel at the same friend's birthday party. But because I had done what I now call my five steps, I recognized him as somebody that I would marry. And we were having a conversation and it, you know, people say, do you believe in love at first sight? It's a real difficult one for me to answer because I met Dan a year before and he didn't enter my hemisphere, but exactly a year later, I met him and we had a conversation and in the back of my mind, I'm going, I know this is the one I'm going to marry. And of course I didn't tell anybody that because at least of all him, all of my friends were going, Oh, what's going on? And I was like, well, we don't know where it's going to go. I was kind of playing it a little bit coy. Um, and then, and then lo and behold, you know, we're 10 years down the line, two kids, a house businesses coming out of our ears. And actually, um, yeah, we've, we've really made something special together. And so, uh, I, I've, I've coached for years, but I just feel like the five step process that I now use, um, it's important for other people to be able to experience that. And so I've helped a lot of people get married, get engaged, you know, start families, all of that kind of thing. So it's a real pleasure. Mm, wow. It's, it's, it's very funny when you, you can see once a person like no it's not in the radar screen and mm -hmm. then a year after or two years after you come back and, oh my god you're the love of my life <laughs> exactly it's, it is funny there's also you know daniel and i actually unknowingly had been in each other's lives previously so the friend who um i met daniel through went to university with him and she was at university um in in liverpool and they were both studying technical theatre. And I had a friend uh, called Adam, who is um, a dancer, and he was on the dance course at that same university. I went and watched Adam on my 21st birthday in a performance that he was doing. And Daniel, it turns out, I've, I've learned this sort of years down the line, Daniel was actually the production manager of that show. 
and we all went to the same after party. And so our connection to each other started long before we even knew it was there. And this is where in manifesting, alignment is everything. Opportunities are always there, but you have to do the work on yourself to align yourself to those things. Does that, that probably makes sense to you. I know because you're uh, very much into manifesting. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I've manifested my whole life since I'm, I am born. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, but the thing is, everybody is, we're always manifesting our, our whole life. There's always going to be factors outside of our control. Um, and some people are born into more privileged positions than others. So th there is that. But I think if you are able to use your reaction to your world and get into kind of the manifesting mindset the the things that are possible for you are just it, it can really blow things wide apart um you know I've, I've never had to go through a painful difficult relationship because of my five-step process because of manifesting and probably a little bit to do with my parents and and you know having a stable upbringing that helped definitely um so you know it, it's there for everybody to to take advantage of mm. can you tell us a, li a little bit more about what you did during your ninth months of introspections and what kind of work did you do on yourself so that you could realign fully with yourself and say oh by the way you're the love of my life <laughs> <laughs> love it when you say that um Yeah, so while I was in Plymouth, uh, like those nine months in Plymouth were kind of um, kind of analyzing all that had gone wrong. And that's a big part of what I teach. That the, One of the first lessons that I take people through is clearing the negatives. And I think that we have been in such a positive mindset world where we only focus on what is positive And actually, I think it does our negative feelings a bit of a disservice because what happens is, is they pop out in some way, shape or form, negative stuff comes out. So what I teach is some really positive ways to process what's blocking you, what, what you feel negative about, um, so that you can take the next steps to move forward. Um, but some of the things that I did were, you know, the very first thing I did when I actually moved to London was I read a book called write it down and make it happen. And a lot of the tips and tools in there are, were, were revolutionary for me because it was very much guiding me to write down all the things that had gone wrong and were going wrong. And my whole time before that, I had been only focusing on what I wanted, only moving forward. And so I just found this wonderful balance and it, it was, it was a game changer. I was able to clear out feelings like jealousy towards my friends that were in lovely relationships, which I didn't want to have. I didn't want to feel jealous, but it, it came up. So, um, so I, I worked on, you know, clearing the negatives. It was a big one for me and it's what a lot of my clients find truly transformational. Um, and Then, and, and this is what I teach mainly as part of the five-step process, but within my course, I have a whole section on self-love because 
it's such honestly i think the comment when people say you have to love yourself first before anyone can love you just makes everybody roll your eyes because it's just like oh not that again but you know what it's so true but so i actually teach people some practical tips on how to actually work on the self-love um and what that means is, is i was able to very confidently go on dates with myself so um you know i'd always wanted so at the time when i was doing this manifesting process with this particular goal which was true love um i would never go to the cinema on my own which is the best place to go on a date by yourself because you there's a film entertaining you so i made this big deal about going to watch i can't remember what the film was now i think it might have been uh, bridesmaids and made this big deal about going on a date with myself and it was there were two things in that. The first thing was being okay with being on my own, not alone, but on my own and enjoying my company. And what that then helped me to do was to fall in love with myself a little bit. And the other thing is it created space in my life. So it was very easy to just fall into work and stay at work late and just throw myself into working. But actually, when I took myself on a date, I said to the universe, if whatever you want to call it, but I call it the universe, I said to the universe, here's the space, this is when I would see him. So send him to me. And um, I know eight weeks sounds really, really quick, but it felt like a lifetime. I remember saying to my friend, when this dude shows up, I am gonna be like, where the hell have you been? <laughs> you know? So, yeah. Yeah, so I really get what you mean regarding the, um, the positive things. You know, usually we say we only focus on the negative thinking and we always have this bad and negative scenario in our mind. And your point, which is a little bit different, was... Um, uh, is very interesting because the way you, you 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 say that is that you always focus and I get what you mean is that what you mean is that you always focus on wanting more wanting to create your future and in your mind everything is perfect but the thing is that you don't pay attention to what is going wrong actually in your life and to what actually everything that blocks you in your life in order to exactly. achieve this so this is what you mean by saying that yeah. and by releasing all the blocks to release and make your energy flow again in your body <laughs> exactly you know it's a little bit like um when you're decorating a room you prepare the room you mm -hmm. scrub the walls you fill in the holes some people don't do that they just shove up the paint and it goes on and it's fine but it isn't going to look anywhere near as good mm. and so this is is about own you know as humans we're designed to avoid pain but with life and happiness there's always going to be pain there's always going to be dark sides there's always things that i'm working on all the time that um you know that come up um over the years of, of using this process for not just manifesting true love, but all the other things I have in my life, actually I'm much more able to face some of the dark stuff. And actually what happens now is I get really excited. Genuinely, I get excited when some of the dark stuff's coming up because I'm like, this is a big, this is going to be a big transformation. I know I'm going to, I'm now about to go to the next level and it's, you know, 
really um it can be a bit discombobulating and scary and i think um if uh, your listeners have ever read the book uh the big leap by gay hendrix that book is all about people getting that feeling of oh i'm going to the next level this is really scary and then instead of pushing through that upper limit they bring themselves back down and stay where they are and so the trick with manifesting is to face the darkness so that you can move in to the light if you like um obviously in in life there's the other side of darkness which is tragedy that happens that you have no control over um you know breakups loss of loved ones uh, things that happen um covid for example is a, is a great example of this whole thing it's shaken the whole world and nobody has really been in control of it and so it's you are never going to be short of those things but what you can never be short of is your ability to always um improve how you react Mm, this is so good so good because we always say that in order to manifest we have to be happy all the time and mm. the thing is that it is not the case at all because like you said and this is a so important one and like pay attention write down but this uh you upper limit thing is crucial if you understand that you understand that you can you have to and this is why people when they fear something they stagnate and they think like mm, this is not the right moment mm, this yeah. is not for me mm, maybe i should not do this maybe it is not my dream you know <laughs> but no actually this is just because you are afraid to do that and because we, you are afraid this is a great indicator for you to to break this upper limit and to like feel these emotions and to feel happy after that. Exactly, exactly. Um, I had a, a, a client the other day, she was actually taking her driving test and she passed first time, which is great. But she, you know, the fear that comes with that, she said the old her would have canceled the driving test because the feelings make you feel wobbly. It makes you feel like something's wrong. You will start thinking about all of those things that can go wrong. And what she did is, well, a couple of sessions with me and, but also speaking about um, exactly where the fear was coming from, what that meant, and then putting some tools in place to help her on the morning of her driving test. I, I don't help people to um, pass their driving test per se. That's not my <laughs> real line of work. But, um, you know, this was something that was coming up for her. Her world now has just burst open because she spent 40 minutes in a car and proved that she could drive to somebody. And life's full of those little moments. And the reason I use the driving test is because um, a lot of people can relate to having yeah. a driving test and you know or they know somebody that's had a driving test or they've done one and maybe they gave up and they went i'm not doing that again it's too stressful um and it's always worth going where in my life am i playing small where do i bring myself back down to my little world and miss out on all these wonderful things 
you know. Mm, yes, absolutely. I have a question regarding, so this is on the line of this, of course. Uh, this is a burning question that I have mm-hmm. for you is that how do you handle both parts of finding a partner and in the, the process that you teach to your clients, but also the yeah. process that you went through. So yeah. the first, you use the, the law of attraction to kind of attract the person. And then mm-hmm. second, how do you use some physical action while you are using the law of attraction in the dating process? Yeah. So um, the second step in what I teach is, is take action. Um, and it's, you know, it's all very well and good having a goal and dreaming up the vision, but getting into alignment means you have to take action. And what I say to my clients at the very beginning um, of working with somebody, I usually am saying, hold off dating just for, even if it's just a couple of weeks, just while we do this bit of work, because I want them to fall in love with themselves and, and become the best version of them so that they don't then move into the dating vicinity and start making the same mistakes that they already made previously that weren't working, if that makes sense. And so what I, the actions that I get people to take are things like go to a restaurant for dinner on your own and learn to be with yourself. Um, start looking at where you create space in your world. So when you're sat there watching television, is there space on the sofa? Um, what conversations will you have with your partner? And it's about being able to imagine that so that when you do go out there dating, whether it be online, you don't have to go online. It's one, you know, online dating is one element of action that you can take. Certainly worth doing. I absolutely hated it. It brought up all sorts of anxiety in me. And I, I just, um, I, I just didn't want to meet somebody that way, but lots of people do. Some of my clients have, and it's a really good way to go, but you need to make sure that you're putting yourself on the right sites and that you are, you know, getting yourself out there in the right way. So before you get out there dating, it is a case of dating yourself. Um, And then, you know, filling your life with things that you could do with another person starting new clubs, um, talking to people. It's very difficult with our current situation with COVID because we're all very socially cut off. And, but what I, what I will say to people is it, it doesn't, manifesting, although I go on about this eight week process, actually you almost need to understand that it doesn't matter if it takes eight months to to manifest true love it doesn't need to be a rush it's because it's not something that is coming along to fix you it's something that's coming along to add to your life and to support you and to give you energy and lift you up um that's what i teach anyway i know a lot of people can end up in relationships that aren't like that which is which is sad but you know my my mission in life is to stop those kinds of relationships from happening that aren't um you know helping people lifting them up so action is, 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 a, is a big part of what I teach, but it's, um, it needs to be considered very strategically. It's not about going out on as many dates as you can to see if somebody fits. Actually, it's about knowing what you really want. How do you actually want it to be um, so that you can 
so that when you do take the action a little bit like I went to that friend's birthday a year before I didn't have a clue how I wanted it to be I didn't have a clue what I wanted and then a year later I knew exactly what I wanted and so when I sat down with Daniel and he was talking to me about his work and he told me that he taught sailing to children and I was like oh my goodness this this is it I now recognize him because I'd done the work on knowing what I wanted the action in that was I went to the friend's birthday it was actually quite easy mm. and um, do you have a lot of clients who actually need to work really for a long time on themselves first to know what they want to have a clear vision of their future to really have this foundation for themselves first and that takes time to work on themselves in order to meet the love of their lives yeah yeah ab absolutely and um some some clients uh don't some clients are very quick i um one of my first clients um was my seven year younger sister and just because we're related it, it's still a fabulous story because she she did the work she she absolutely did all the work she's one of the ones that beat my record which has really created a lot of sibling rivalry but um i now have a lovely brother-in-law off the back of it and hopefully one day some lovely nieces or nephews but Generally speaking, I think women that have perhaps just come out of a relationship, they need time to heal and reflect. Um, the, I do work with some men, not as many, but, but some. And some of the men, it is a lot to do with confidence. And so we're working on, you know, uh, how, in a nutshell, it always comes back to people being comfortable with who they are. And sometimes people come to me not quite knowing who they are yet. Mm. And so that is the bit that we, that we work on. Let's mm. get to know who you really are. Let's carve out this person who is not held back by things that happened with your parents or your siblings or ex-husbands or wives or um, past partners or old friendships or jobs, whatever it might be you're not defined by all of these things. And actually you can keep reinventing yourself. You can keep um, coming up with new ideas and new energies uh, to be more of who you are. Mm, yes, absolutely. And I totally relate, relate with uh, everything that you said, because this is the, the exact, exact same thing for me. Uh, most of the clients that I have, uh, they come to me and actually they just, they are lost in their lives. They don't know what they want to do. They don't know about their vision. But at the same time, they want an ambitious, an ambitious man with a great life vision with everything. And I'm like, so you want this in you, into your mind, but you, you don't have this asset for yourself. So do you understand that we have to work on yourself first in order to like attract likes, you know, <laughs> and Absolutely. this is the law of attraction. Absolutely. One of the things I say to my clients is if you want a partner that you can go to the Ritz with, stop looking in McDonald's. So good. With McDonald's, like, you know, you, a lot of people want someone they can go to the Ritz and McDonald's with, but it's not a place that you start, you know, it's, um, it's about if you, you want a, a partner you can go 
to the Ritz with, start going on dates to the Ritz by yourself and acclimatize your energy and how that feels. Um, you know, it, it's really, it's when we get things in like, there've been a few things in my life that I've manifested that when I get them, it's quite a thing to acclimatize to. One of them is actually now it seems really silly. It was a hot tub. I've always wanted a hot tub and I, we, we got one maybe four years ago. So we've had it a while now. When I first got it, I never wanted to say to people that I'd got this hot tub. I felt ashamed. It felt, what's the word? Uh, uh, just luxurious and over the top and extravagant. And what will people think of me? They'll think that I think I'm better than myself. This is about four years ago, by the way. I still do this work for myself. Like it, these things still come up and they will still continue to come up. Um, so I had to just practice saying to people, I've got a hot tub. And the feeling that would come up would just be like, <clears throat> I, oh, I want to die. This is just awful. Swallow me up. Who do I think I am to have a hot tub? Now it seems really silly because it's just something that we have. It's not, you know, it's not the, but there are other things like that in my life. And, and so, you know, sometimes people meet the right person and they don't feel good enough for the right person. And so they sabotage it and they, they push the relationship away whilst also trying to hang on. Um, and that, that can, when it comes to love, that can be tragic um, because love is a little bit more complicated than a hot tub. <laughs> yes well said <laughs> i mean to, to keep a hot dog you a hot tub you you have to do nothing to keep a man you have to keep evolving on yourself and working on yourself so yes yeah, exactly thing. <laughs> especially when you, like me you've manifested a man who makes it his mission to clean the filters on the hot tub keep the water clean i really have to do nothing except for get in it so <laughs> yeah, it really is like you're right you do need to keep evolving. Um, and that's what makes the relationship fun. You know, if you can grow together, um, if you can find fun together, um, it's so much easier. But the very first thing when you're at the beginning of manifesting true love, it really is about that being able to have fun with yourself and not taking yourself too seriously and noticing when those feelings of, why do I always end up with the wrong one? The, the jealousy that might come up, the feeling of always being left on the shelf, the um, always being the one that gets into the uh, abusive relationships that are not healthy. It's, it's about at this point, if you're at that point, then it really is about understanding that you don't need to do it alone. There are people like you and me that help people to, to break through those things. Um, and the other thing is, um, understanding that it doesn't matter where you are now you, this is going to sound so cheesy so everybody just bear with me it doesn't matter where you are now you absolutely can get where you want to be you might just need a different strategy to what you've been playing out mm, so good so erasing all the bad patterns that you had in your yeah. life and creating new ones yeah, yeah which is part of NLP, absolutely. Yeah, yeah funny that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. And what are some uh, juicy secrets that you can give to a woman who wants to start to attract love? Oh, juicy secrets. 
one of my big things that I like to say to people is you really, really, really don't need or have to do online dating. So if you're at the point in your life where you really think that the only way to get love is through online dating and actually, you know, for women, I have heard so many stories and there's, if you have any, do you have many male listeners? I don't know if you have many male listeners, but if you do, um, this is a call out to all men. Please stop sending women pictures of your genitals. It seems to be like a very common thing in online dating. And actually it's, it's really off putting to women and it, it's a bit sad that that's kind of the world that you, um, that women are kind of having to put themselves into. It's difficult for men too. I'm not going to, you know, generalize just, just for women, but, um, it's generally from the women that I, that I hear these kinds of stories. So don't feel like you have to go online dating. It can just be a part of your journey. Um, and the other secret is always going to be with me, get help, get a coach, absolutely get a coach. This is not, is nothing to feel ashamed about. Um, I think that, um, people feel when they are single and they can't find love, that they are inherently broken, that there's something wrong with them, that they need to feel shame. And what I would say to anyone is, um, when I first decided that I wanted to manifest true love into my life, uh, I was so scared to say to people that that's what I wanted because I'd always been this single girl. I was always very happy being single. Truly, I was. I was just like, right, now I'm ready. And so it almost felt like I had to say to people, oh, well, now I'm ready. So all of that before was a lie, but it's not. It's, um, it's okay to say that you want true love and, and, and be able to get it. Mm. Hey, what do you answer to women who ask you, well, um, what can I do, like, kind of, sort of actions, what can I do, even during COVID, when during lockdown, if I don't have to use uh, online dating? This is difficult. It depends where you are living, because everybody's restrictions are different. So, um, in England at the moment, you are allowed to meet up with people and walk together, socially distance, get to know each other. Um, and it might be something that, you know, in that scenario, you might use online dating. But do not forget, I met Daniel through a friend and lots of my friends meet their partners through friends. And some of, I think it's a fair even split actually of around about 50 50 of my clients meeting love online. So it works online. What I'm saying is it doesn't have to be everything, but 50% is still quite a big number that actually don't, they meet through friends, they meet through family, they meet through clubs that they're a part of. Um, you know, there's, there's always opportunity, but it's just about aligning. Um, and in fact, actually, um, one of my clients met her boyfriend in a supermarket. It's not a joke. Honestly, that's like the thing, isn't it? Oh, I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet them shopping. They've been together for around about four and a half years, I think now. Um, and so <laughs> you can meet somebody. I can't even remember the one line that he said to her. It was just so funny. And they just hit it off and they've been together ever since. So even though we've got these masks on and, and we're, we're socially distanced, it is about getting out there and, and playing with it. And 
So it's more about making sure you've got the tools to be able to react to the situation um, emotionally, I think. Um, and you know what? If you need to put dating on hold for a little while, that's not the end of the world because you are enough on your own, even if it doesn't feel like it. Mm, absolutely. And one thing people um, forget very, very often is that they forget about their creative power and the power of their thoughts, of their emotions, and to manifest and attract and to shape their reality in the way that they could even not imagine because this is the unknown. And so if they decide not to use online dating, absolutely there will be like you said other opportunities like meeting someone through a friend or through in the supermarket or uh, I, i remember when i was in los angeles i met a, a friend um a french guy in a uber wow. <laughs> and, and actually uh, he was just a friend or somebody i just um that was just a friend but uh, that was funny because i at the moment i didn't In, in France, I didn't use uh, Uber and I, I <laughs> okay, for the short story, I remember being in the Uber and I was like, why is there some, somebody else in my Uber? <laughs> and I didn't realize that we, we could share the Uber. And he was oh, like, yeah. <laughs> and with my accent, he recognized, oh, she's French. <laughs> <laughs> wow i love it that i mean the term small world literally applies there that's um yeah you know of all the people in all the world of all the nationalities you meet absolutely and the the same way i met my my partner is that we met in our airbnb in venice beach in a hobbit house like the most incredible place in the world we we start to share a room together and actually we ended up finishing together <laughs> fabulous i love that i love that that is that's literally you know grabbing life by the horns grabbing the bull by the horns i'm, I'm using i'm mixing up my metaphors i'm sure <laughs> but yeah it's um what a lovely story Yeah, absolutely. So I, I'm very, very happy uh, for our conversation. There was a lot, of, a lot of things, a lot of secrets you shared. Where yeah. can we find you uh, on the internet for people who want to start their love journey? Absolutely. So really, really easy. Um, my lovely husband, who I manifested with this process, created um, a, con a, a very easy page that you can go to. So it's Connect dot find that match dot com um and on there is how you can connect with me um and there is actually when you go to that page there's a masterclass on there it's completely free it takes under an hour and it just talks it goes into more detail of the five steps and how you can use them Mm, so exciting so yeah. thank you very much Tracy Anne I uh, was very very happy to have you on the show and um, see you soon <laughs> thank you so much Claire it's been such a pleasure to be able to chat with you um, you yep. take care and I'm sure we'll speak again very soon yeah absolutely bye